talking all things Salford Red Devils. Join me the show as ever. We have Paul White. Sound right, Paul? Hey, Rob. You okay, mate? Weekend's coming up. Got that weekend feeling? Yeah, certainly have, mate. It, uh, it soon comes round, doesn't it, in the, these days of lockdown and things like that. I mean, there's not a lot to do. Every day seems the same, doesn't it, really? But, you know, I'm looking forward to a day off at the weekend, mate. Alright Ryan, it's Rob. Hi mate, you okay? Yeah, are you, are you excited about signing the new contract? Yeah mate, I'm over the moon, like I just said to Gary, I'm over the moon to sign it. I didn't really want to go anywhere else, so it's just I'm just very happy to uh, get it done very early doors. Yeah, what, what's your ambitions for, for 2021, sort of personally? Uh, just try, uh, just trying to kick on, trying to get have a better year than last year, because I had a lot of injuries, I just want to go injury free and stay consistently, personally all the way through and just stay in the team all the way through the year. Um, how's pre-season going? Obviously, you say you've just come back sort of fitness-wise. Oh, uh, well, the past couple of sessions I've been doing, the new conditions putting us through our paces. Yesterday was a very tough day. And um, it's, it's, it's different, but it's, it's hard, mate. It's, it's putting us through our paces already. Yeah, obviously, you know, coming through our sort of youth development, um, is the plan to sort of get involved in sort of helping the next generation through like you did? Yeah, hopefully, mate. Like... That's what. That's the plan. They they want to try. And, I seen uh, Rolls has got a new draw, a new role to try and get people through. So that's what. I think that's what the club needs because now there's only me left because it was me, Nile, Bibby, and um, Woody, and the and obviously JJ was there, but he left as well. So there's only me and JJ left really at the minute. So it'd be good to get other kids through, and hopefully by us signing, uh, the the kids know there's a pathway through to the first team. Yeah. Cheers, Ryan. Thanks very much. All right. All right, Josh, it's Rob. All right, Paul. Yeah, new contract signed. Must be excited. Yeah, it's good, mate. I'm over at Moon. Glad to get it signed now. Uh, what are your sort of, uh, personal aims and ambitions for the 2021 season? Personal aims are just to be consistent and, and be in that 17 every week and um, just rip it in 100% like, like I've always thought I've done since coming to the club. Uh, how's the uh, pre-season going so far with the uh, new conditioner, Gareth Whitaker? Yeah, he's good, mate. He knows his stuff. Um, I think Ryan touched on it before. We, we had a massive, it was probably our biggest session since coming back yesterday. So today's, um, today's been a bit of a, a good time for a day off and just get them, get them legs recovered for tomorrow's session. Yeah, obviously coming through the, sort of the youth development at Salford, uh, do you see yourself as like a, you know, a possible candidate to help the youngsters coming through now? Yeah, I think it, it's like Ryan said, it, I was there when I was about 15 year old and I spent a lot, some time in the academy there and as you get older you want to try and help the young lads come through and if, if us boys can do that um, and it means, you know, so if you only get one coming through it's a success in it and there's some good, um, there's some good lads from, you know, in the Salford area uh, who I played against amateur who've gone on to do all right. And I think because if we get a, a base there for them players um, to go to, you're not, they're not going to wander off to the Wiggins, the St. Helens and the wherever. Um, so, yeah, with Rose being appointed to that new role, hopefully it can keep, keep the best kids in the area at Salford and not go into Wigan or not go into wherever. And then that's a su su success in it. 
Yeah. So you've only had a few sessions with Richard Marshall. What's the difference between him and, and Watto coaching-wise so far? Um, differences. I'd probably say uh, what I touched on before, he's doing a lot more of the skill-based things. Um, he's still massive on his defence. Um, and we're doing a lot of technical stuff in defence. It's not just... Right, go and bash each other. It's like he's, 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 he's taking us through step-by-step step kind of thing. So I've really enjoyed it, yeah. It's been good. Yeah. Obviously, you know, last season with, with the COVID restrictions on the field, has it sort of changed your mindset for this season, what you might need to improve on? Well, it has a bit because it's a strange, it's, it's a strange world we're living in now, isn't it? We might be, be under the pump to play twice a week or whatever it is, but... I think you can't really change too much. You've just got to stick to what what we've got to do and hopefully this, we get a smooth running season this, this time round. Yeah, and finally, have you got your, your victory uh, speech ready for your Oscar from the, uh, the signing video? Oh, I think, I think that'll have to go to Akers, won't it? Best supporting actor, though. Yeah, me and, me and Ryan might be up for best supporting actor, eh? Maybe. Cheers, Josh. Cheers, Paul. <laughs> So that was Josh Johnson and Ryan Lannan and Paul talking about the contract extension to Salford Devils. Fantastic news. Both great players and both do a great job when they're on the field. They certainly do, yeah. Two two players that probably go a bit underrated sometimes, really. I mean, Josh Johnson, I think, has, uh, has done really well since he's come to Salford. And he's probably not a player that, you know people scream and shout about but he certainly does a lot of the hard stuff a lot of the hard yards and I think he's a real promising player Ryan Lannan as well really talented guy and uh, I'm not too sure how old those two guys are but they're both sort of coming into the, the, the peak of their careers I'd say now and uh, both very valuable members of the squad great engines on the pair of them do a lot of tackling and uh, I think they can both get better and better as well so 2021 is going to be a big season for the pair of them yeah both came Yeah, certainly, and I think um, over the last few years we've we've had that with Niall Levels, haven't we? The way you know Niall's gone now, but he spent an awful long time at the club, didn't he? Over like a decade or so, come right through the system there, and I think any sort of youngsters, you know, you know, looking at that now must 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 see that there is a chance at Salford. You know, we've seen players come through in the past, you know, Tio Farge coming through, and some of the other guys like Mark Sneed that came through the system. So there's plenty of them, you know, Stefan Ratchford, another one. So there has been a few that have come through and, and done really, really. Well, Niall being obviously the one most obvious one, but these two guys as well. I mean, Ryan Lannan's played an awful lot of rugby league over the last few years, quite a bit at Hulking Rose when he had his loan spell there. So he's got an awful lot of Super League experience, and and like I said, 2021 is a big season for them now. You know, these players aren't sort of young kids anymore. They're not wet behind the ears. They they've played a lot of Super League games, and it's up to them now to move on to that next level and make sure they, they tie themselves down, you know, a first-team place regular. You know, they don't want to be on the fringes now. These two want to be uh, uh, regular starting uh, players. Yeah, both good quality as well. Adds extra quality depth to our squad, which is, which is what you want when you want to be competing uh, in the in the top sort of four, top six. You need your squad to be, you know, fat with talent. 
Yeah, you certainly do. And I think um, I've not done my, my, my maths on the on the squad as yet, but I heard somebody mention it. I think it was Richard Marshall. I'm sure he said there's 29 or 30 players now, something like that in the squad. So it's not a massive squad, but that's for me. I think that's a bigger squad than we've had in in recent seasons. I might be wrong there, but you know it's, it's taking shape now. And as you said, those two, those two players will be looking at getting in the, into the first team side, and there's going to be a lot of competition for places in in that that team. You know, some good players in in every position. It's got a, quite a nice balance to the squad now. I know there's one or two players that, one or two positions that Richard would like to strengthen. I think he was looking at a hooker that's been been mentioned in the press this week, but he's looking good, and those two players are going to be really vying for spots. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting interesting time uh, to see, you know, what happens in the pre-season. Hopefully, Richard Marshall can find the, the extra player he needs uh, to complete our squad. Paul. Yeah, certainly, and I think the pre-season as well is going to give the, the the rest of the squad a chance. And you know, he, he won't know Richard Marshall yet. He's, he's what is he starting thirteen is going to be? You're not going to know that from just doing his training sessions. Obviously, he'll be playing pre-season friendlies, hopefully, and that's when he'll start to look at the blend and and, and get his balance and get his get his systems right and how he wants to go, what halfbacks he wants to use, and, and things like that. So there's a long way to go yet. What we we're in January, aren't we? And probably got another couple of months before the season starts yet so uh, it's early days but I'm sure Richard Marshall's getting to grips with things now they're back in pre-season training and uh, we're looking at getting all his systems in place ready to go when the Super League season starts yeah talking about the start of Super League season um, they've announced they put the start of the season back two weeks uh, Paul uh, 25th of March to give the, the opportunity for possible crowds to be put in at that, at that point I suppose 25th of March is a long long way but at least the, the clubs know that you know, that's when the season starts and they can plan accordingly yeah, certainly, certainly. I think for me, for me, from a personal point of view, I think the the rugby football league and the super league, they need to just take it, you know, a step at a time. I think now, yeah, have that as a provisional date, but you know, if things don't work and 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 get delayed a bit more, perhaps knock these loop fixtures on the head and just play each other, each team home and away, knock it down to twenty two games, maybe twenty three if you have the magic weekend, have a bit of a shorter season in twenty twenty one, and then hopefully by twenty twenty two, you know, things will be back to normal. But these are unprecedented times, aren't they? And you've got to, you've got to think on your feet, haven't you? And I think there'll be a lot of that next season. It's going to be another tough season to get through, but hopefully, hopefully, crowds can uh, get back soon because uh, you know with the Super League, the sport has missed them, and the, the players have missed them, the, the clubs have missed them. So uh, yeah, let's hope we can get our fans in. But yeah, it's a long way off March, and let's just hopefully keep, people can keep safe in the next couple of months. Yeah, I suppose with the uh, the World Cup as well coming at the end of the season, Parley, there's not much give at the the back end. You see, I think it's going to be interesting to see. You know what happens regarding regarding the World Cup. Obviously, it'll be well, it'll be like November time. We won't know we won't know where we are regarding vaccines and, and think whether we'll, we'll, people will be able to be able to get into the stadiums and that. But we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, you know there'll be a lot of people uh, vaccinated up at that point. We can all go and watch the match. But if it's not possible, would would an idea to transfer it to New Zealand or Australia where the the rates are lower? That's a possibility, I suppose, isn't it? We'll have to watch this space. November's an awful long time away, isn't it? I suppose an awful lot of things can happen between the, then and now, but I think you'd probably have to have that contingency plan in place, wouldn't you, and, and let them know within a good number of months. So uh, just fingers crossed it, it, it gets sorted and we can have the World Cup because it's something we've been really looking forward to. But I'm sure the people who run the sport have got some sort of contingency and plan Bs in place, haven't they? So let's hope, fingers crossed, uh, everyone keeps safe and we we come to the end of this uh this virus because it's uh, it's gone on for a while now so uh, so yeah safety is paramount isn't it obviously so I'm sure the experts will, will lead the way yep so that's the end of this week's uh, pop-up podcast Paul another in and out quick job 
Yeah, in and out like the SAS, mate. That's what they'll be naming us soon, won't they, with these uh, with these podcasts? No, I enjoyed it. Enjoyed speaking to you, mate. And like I said, it'll be coming up to uh, it's coming up to twelve months now since I've seen you. I've not seen you since that Wigan game last last March. So uh, we spoke plenty of times, haven't we? So I'm sure you've not changed too, too much. So I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll recognise you. I look like a fat Gandalf. That's what I look like. <laughs> I'm sure you don't. <laughs> Twitter at DITDSRD, you can find us on Twitter at DITDSRD, and you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Radio Contact, and Spotify. See you next week.